0: I like the base, 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 base. I like the buttery biscuit base. I like the base, base, biscuit base. I like the buttery biscuit base. I like the base. I like the buttery base. I like the buttery like biscuit base. Hello and welcome to episode forty-one of Cast Gaming Podcast. I'm Gavin. I am Philip. And I'm Chris. <gasps> <What>? Chris?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuckers? fuck are you? <laughs> he's back with a vengeance. Yes, yeah. he's back. To talk about some games, some games, some of the latest releases,
0: exactly. some of the games From of have news, <sighs> some of the new games that are going to be coming out. I am so excited. <sighs> I am eh? so excited, a dog barked outside. <laughs> Look, man, how about we have a little personal interaction minute? Let's have a little bit of personal interaction. Maybe need a bit more of a minute for Chris. He's not...
1: Yeah,
2: been on Chris, so what have but, you been yeah, doing since <laughs> last time we what saw you? What have you I been doing? Where did I begin? Uh,
0: not, much. <laughs> no, no, not much. <laughs> <to laughs> not much, but you're, you're ready for an hour different than yeah. the podcast pond? Yes. Yeah. Well, Chris came back primarily because he was the only one of us that had an Xbox, and we said, Can you play Halo 4? And you were going to play it anyway. Yeah. Come on the show and talk about it. Yes. So we're going to pick your brain about Halo 4. Excellent. Excited. I'm now an expert on Halo 4. Yeah, well, I thought well, you're the only one in This week, <laughs> This week, <last, laughs> the last four days, all Halo 4. Excellent. That's good. That's good. Gavin. Episode forty-one, Phil. Uh huh. I um. want to know what you've been up to first. Oh God. Personal interaction. We have to get to the brass tacks. Oh, outside of games, not uh-huh. a lot. I've been drawing a lot. Uh huh. Trying to write a script for a comic of my own. Nice. Holy that's roses. my first. That's my official announcement. That's happened. I haven't mm-hmm. even spoke to anyone about it. Interestingly, you haven't mentioned this at all. Exactly. So, you want to give us any details? No. <laughs> not, not as yet. I'll wait until I've got the actual idea plotted down. But, but it does keep, heavily involve you as the main character. Brilliant. You know it's my favourite subject. I give you the title. Uh huh. It's called a dickhead's
1: choice.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, really looking forward to see if it's based on Sonic and Knuckles fan fiction fan f- yeah, erotica. Aye. I'll not be happy. We'll go into that after the you listen <laughs> after Stop. the end credits. The new
2: Disney Star Wars comic. Mm. Would you just make of that? By the way, we'll get into this. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about we it. We seem to be the only people that are quite positive about it. I think it. you have to be a
0: rational person to yeah. be excited about it because if other they've ruined it. The Bruin no, Star Wars. You can't have it both ways. You can't yeah. be dead angry with everything George Lucas does with the
1: Star Wars universe. Yeah. And then simultaneously dead angry when they give it to somebody else. Yeah. To try.
2: Yeah. I don't I mean all the Disney live action movies have been competently done. Yes. Even if you didn't like them that much, they're competently made. Yeah. And a competently made Star Wars movie at this stage is something to be pretty excited about. <laughs> Absolutely. That? I mean you look at Marvel, got bought by
0: Disney. Yeah. And then like Avengers and Shit happened. Obviously, all the groundwork was laid before that. But like, they've gone from strength to strength almost under Disney, and same with Pixar and yep. the like. So, aye, they're talking to Brian Vaughn about directing mm. the first one. Yeah, Be okay.
1: Vaughn, okay. which okay. I quite like. I, I heard thought it, did, it was Michael Vaughn. I heard it announced it was last night, Vince Vaughn. They had announced
2: today the writer. Right. Um. He's the guy that did Toy Story three. My God. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Toy well, Story three is one of the best films ever made. So
1: that's all right. If we get anything from it then the sooner there's a Muppet version of Star Wars,
2: yeah, the better. Exactly.
1: Heavily Gungan-focused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star opinion. Wars theme rides at Euro Disney. There's yeah. already been one for about 15 uh, years. Okay. <laughs> Star Tours. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> you made a rightful yourself already. Uh, yeah, no, we're all very excited. But what about then mm-hmm. Jurassic Park 3D
0: coming back to the cinema in <sighs> April? I'm very, very excited about the prospect of... Uh, although I do, I'm very scared of dinosaurs. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know how I don't know it's a legitimate if you have been afraid of dinosaurs yeah I saw dinosaurs 3D at IMAX a couple of years ago and there was a moment where you are get chased by a T-Rex much like that scene in Jurassic Park yeah and I had to genuinely close my eyes because I was finding it too terrifying I'm looking forward to if they do all
1: the movies in 3D yeah that one, that bit in the third movie where Alan Grant's asleep in the plane and he imagines the raptor talking to him. Alan, Wake up,
2: Alan, Alan.
1: <laughs> I want to see that bit
0: in three D. That'd be really good. <laughs> Just that bit. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, cool. yeah. Personal interaction. We've <laughs> interacted personally. We have.
1: <music> right, so it's time for the guest cast monthly number facts absolutely now, I'd usually hate number facts Number
2: facts. facts? I well, like yeah, to inject well, yeah, in a little bit of trivia <laughs> okay. uh,
1: into Gashcast so for each episode number I'll give you a
0: number fact okay, gap, okay. Sorry. Say, I, I don't usually like the number facts as you know as listeners to the show will know but I came up with some 41 facts excellent that I looked up online um, so I'll just go through these um, everyone in the band has 41 tattooed on their right arm right uh, they don't consider themselves a punk band. Wait a minute, Gav. DMX is in some forty-one's video. Oh no! Oh, it's not about some forty-one. You said to look up some forty-one number facts. <laughs> the worst <setup> <laughs> ever. <laughs> Brilliant! Brilliant! We like to have a laugh. One, yeah, we do. Eh? We're back. We are back. Can you believe it? We're Talking back.
1: about some yeah. of the new releases. Kit, first off, then. Chris, we brought you in special yep. on account of one of the biggest releases on the Xbox, yep. Halo Four. Halo Four. How <laughs> how have you found it so far? I've, well just As this Halo day. Of day
2: I completed the campaign this morning. Nice. I, I was totally thrilled by it. I really enjoyed the, the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Halo Three was the first Halo game I played mm-hmm. uh, when I got my Xbox. And I'd already played, uh, I believe it was in your Xbox film, uh, yeah. Call of Duty 4. So I was a little bit underwhelmed when yeah. I first played Halo 3. It didn't feel as modern as what I'd already played. So I was kind of disappointed. Um, it felt it felt like an older game with kind of new textures and new colours, yeah. basically. Um, so yeah, some of it was good. I liked some of it. But, and 4, I knew it was going to be the start of a new trilogy. The start of a new trilogy. The new Reclaimer trilogy or, or swell, something. That- yeah. 343 three Industries rather making than bungee. Yeah, um, so I was interested to see how I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It's a whole new villain, yeah. it's a whole new scenario. It's uh, it's very good. I really enjoyed it. I just before it came out,
1: yeah, got a new Xbox. Okay, haven't had an Xbox in about a year and a bit. Yeah, and then uh, got offered a nice wee bundle. Yep. scooped it up to my arms. Next day or something like that, Halo 4 came out. So this is the first Halo game that I've ever played since the first one on original Xbox. Okay. And I was not a big fan of the series.
2: Yeah.
1: However, in playing this one, I don't know if it's in contrast to everything out at the moment, yep. or everything that is coming out, but it's just simple, fun,
2: looks pretty, yep. and plays really tightly. Yep. It looks gorgeous compared to previous Halo games. Right. Um, I think... One of the things that it does is... Uh, are you familiar with Hilo Gavin? I've played three I keep... online and Reach
0: story, I think. Yeah. But I've always found they're a little bit... They're not. It's not as if they're really complicated story-wise, but I always feel that they are a little bit inaccessible if you haven't followed
2: them. Yeah, well, that's what I found so, with three. That's yeah. why I was looking forward to this so do you start. think four is... I mean, is that a jumping-on point? It's a jumping-on point uh, broadly. I think there's a lot of references to a kind of geekier... Like a kind of fan service lore, level. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um From a lot of the books, I think, or something. Really? Some other shit. I, that found, it, I
1: found it, Just you just jump straight into it and it was all fine. Yeah, just, I, I, I don't I care go about on. anything. Shit looks pretty. And then when you see anything big and huge and space yeah. like that, maybe you're supposed to be able to spot and know what it is, but ahead of yeah. time, it's daft enough that you don't have to care. I, the visuals yeah, are yeah. still impressive. Yeah. There, without... there
2: are a couple of conversations that happen in cutscenes mm-hmm. that I think reference. Some, some of the happened. geekier things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Phil doesn't need to worry about that because he skips yeah, all the skip story in a game. <laughs> at all um so what I was worried about graphically was when you play some of the earlier games and you see some of the I think it's the forerunner sites and buildings, they're the they're the right, aliens yeah. whose places you're in. Um it's all very sterile. Right. You know, it's just surfaces and corridors and stuff. And Halo 4 has that. It's surface and corridor kind of stuff, mm. but the lighting and it, it yeah. is just so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and you've got lights everywhere now. It, it, it looks really beautiful. There's a lot of um, bammy kind of stuff floating around. See,
0: just as we talk about the Xbox, uh, while the Xbox is on, watching us, connect is <laughs> watching, watching us, us and as Chris is us. gesticulating, talking <laughs> up when he's moving his hands, talking, it's making the Xbox go wild. And also <laughs> every time someone says out. Xbox. <laughs> the Kinect's going on. The Kino like, 4. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to switch off the <laughs> Xbox. <just now. laughs> connects like, what is it?
1: <laughs> Can I help you? It's interesting having an Xbox back because, uh, aside from big new releases like Halo, which we'll go back to in a second, uh, there's
0: now a kind of library of games that I've missed. Yeah, in oh, yeah. Year. I'm also really about getting back into it. I'm really impressed with like the all the UI, the fucking visuals on the, all the uh, menus. Very crisp, really, really nice, and it's and it works well with connect. It's. It's not the fastest thing on earth when you're loading it's up with friends and things like that. Compared to the PlayStation's one, we've been—I've been used to the PlayStation one and only the PlayStation one for about a year, maybe more now. Yeah. And it's night and day in terms of what it offers. PlayStation's yeah. a lot like uh, there's—I don't know—it's simpler. Uh huh. But it offers much less at the same time. But
1: at the same time, two things, that suck. Uh, Xbox tax, which I had to pay again just to get Netflix, yeah. which I already pay for. Yeah. yeah. That sucks and something else I'll come back I to- know <laughs> uh, that's what it is uh, when uh, after you know years of just playing the Playstation and a lot of the argument that you hear about the Playstation being bad is things like install times and uh, necessary installs you can't play the game without it yeah. when we started playing the multiplayer of Halo to mm-hmm. get back to Halo as well uh Shoved it all in, got all ready, and it's like, nah, ah, yeah. Game install yeah. for you, Joe. Right. Yeah.
2: Had to get another disc out, put it in. Wait, well, all installed. Yeah. So that's the game comes in two discs. Yes. Uh, the second disc is entirely multiplayer, mm. and it just installs. Yeah, just your So it's not like you get to a point in the story. You got have to switch. switch over. Yeah. The whole single player is on one disc. Mm. The multiplayer installs in the second. That makes sense. Did uh, Call of Duty not do that? the blocks
1: the I think blocks maybe um, Battlefield oh, does it as well I didn't play the first I one be Battlefield yeah. I'm not sure
2: but yeah uh, odd to go back to mm. having a disc swap yeah, disc yeah. Uh, how are you finding the multiplayer I only played I think I played it two nights I'm really enjoying it really mm-hmm. really enjoying it I think it's I mean it's it's becoming more like Call of Duty definitely yeah and that's because you can now sprint there's weapon loadouts there's a uh, ordinance which is if you get a certain amount of kills. I yeah, think. kill streak. Yeah, so and there's like a, yeah it's become very very like Call of Duty. I don't think very customizable as well. like yeah. color guy and you
1: get the same kind of. I don't see that as a bad mm-hmm.
2: thing. I know a lot of fans will really rag that it's becoming like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. But Call of Duty did shake things up and did set think, a you, standard. Yeah, you come, yeah. people now come to expect yeah. certain things from a multiplayer FPS. Yeah, so I don't think it's anything bad. I mean that Halo started off a kind of big online multiplayer thing. Yeah. Call of Duty maybe improved that a little, and now Halo's maybe picked up on some of those things as well. Yeah, it like, needs that's to, I, great. Think,
0: I think it needs to in
1: order to stay relevant and a really high quality approach to it as well. Because last night I played a bit of that, and then I played a bit of Transformers: War for Cybertron. Yeah. And the difference between the multiplayers, like you can just tell that this is so much more polished. Oh play, yeah, yeah. And it's so yeah. much deeper, and yeah. that's an example of a good Call of Duty clone style
0: for the multiplayer. And Transformers maybe not so much. Yeah. Well, Transformers you know, still bit. did well for what it was. I mean, it's still... it's. I think the the, the focus wasn't so much on the multiplayer for that game. Yes. Halo
2: multiplayer is pretty much... Has to be a major it, part of it. I got to be a major, yeah. major part of it. I but found that um just two days... I, I bought the game on the second day after it was released. Hmm. And I found even then it was difficult to get into it as somebody who was starting on level one, yeah. like rank one. There was people already who were right up there. Yeah. And you were getting creamed constantly, and I don't mean good (laughs) creamed. Like, you know, donuts.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I Uh, I, I did alright in the first couple of games. It's weird though, you you get these really video game snobbery moments going into the first Halo game, like the first Halo experience like it is for me, where you start it up, you fire the gun, you're like, there's no kickback off this gun? Uh That's daft. And you're like, Fuck it! I Why should there be kickback? It's,
0: it's a game. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah. Possibly yeah. the fact that you're controlling a big super soldier in armour. Exactly. Armor, and it's you know, in the far-flung future. Of course they've sorted that out. <laughs> yeah, Ridiculous to think they wouldn't have. Uh, in terms of the looks of it, I only saw it and played it for the first time today, and it's so colourful and vibrant. It's, it's nice yeah. and colourful. I, I, I would say that
2: the, the campaign has some levels that aren't maybe as colourful. Certainly right. not the colours, the kind of palette you associate with here. Well, there's a yeah. lot of kind of darker stuff. Right. More kind of kind of technologically, kind of dark colours with kind of bright lights occasionally. Yeah, um, But that's to do with where you are, mm-hmm. uh, the, the setting and stuff. I think it's just because
0: when I'm thinking about the games that are coming out this year, the other big games are coming out, like Black Ops, Assassin's Creed that just came out, uh, what else is there? Still come out, really? Um, in terms of? Like massive, big AAA titles that are like super... Well we're gonna get into, that, but can we'll get into that if I can find it. But it's just that the fact that everything else that's coming out seems to be so straight laced and pole faced yeah, and dark. Yeah. that yeah. it's it's nice to have that we shift once in a while. And even though I'm not a huge fan of Halo, I'm yeah. I'm a fan of Yeah, other big multiplayer stuff. Like, fan of I fun, guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's nice and it's
1: colourful and it's kinda of refreshing mm-hmm. in a world mm-hmm. of Call sort of Duty sound
2: Um the previous Halo games had more vehicle sections, I think, maybe. Yeah. I'm not uh, too fussed about that. I'm not like, a big fan of vehicle I sections. I like some vehicle sections, yeah. but I, th- I did definitely find that 4 was much narrower. It had more kind of tight, you know, kind of corridor Yeah, combat Yeah, almost. more controlled and um, where you're going. And Yeah, and I I, I don't dislike that at all. Yeah. I quite like that in an FPS. I don't necessarily think that the illusion of a huge space is... I think you a can do it in two ways. I mean,
0: like... Um, Good examples like um, Batman Arkham Asylum gave you the impression that you had a big sprawl in space, but you didn't, you yeah. had to go from A to B and that was it. Yeah. Then when they opened it up completely, I think it fell on its arse. So in the bum, sometimes you can do it with a much more linear controlled
2: Yep. Yeah. But there are still sections where you get put in a tank or a Jeep or something. Are there any big um, on real sections? Are there any on real sections I'm there's a really section like
0: that in the Halo games?
2: There's a there's a section like um when you're on one of the the ghosts, is it, the little things that you find? Um, and you have to kind of follow a set path, and it's all very exciting. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a bit in Beyond Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. I remember where there's a kind of road that you're on that's exploding yeah. and stuff. Oh, and yeah, that. Yeah. There's a bit very like that. Uh, there's a couple of um, quick time eventy kind of bits. Uh, like only maybe two or three in the game. That's fine. Probably um, two not, or a, three. not a lot. It just mm-hmm. happen during the sequence kind of parts. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, weird when those come up. So even though they're not part
0: of the gameplay, usually... Yeah, I think it's weird when they achieve, even if they just pepper them between like maybe once or twice in the game, yeah. I always find they stick out like a sore thumb, even... Yeah, there's no excuse for them yeah. anyway.
2: To be honest, but, um, I think... Asura's Wrath. The fact Girl, that there were only maybe two or three in this... <laughs> the fact that there were only two or three did make them stick out uh, is why I've remembered them. Um, particularly, there's one right at the start, and yeah. then there's one right at the end. Right. And that's what it kind of bookends it, mm-hmm. and that's what's made me really remember it. It's a strange feeling, though, with it,
1: that... You get some of those games that feel like you're just either going to be overwhelmed to die or, you know, it's not like the AI kills you. I mm-hmm. don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But you just feel sometimes you'll get from A to B in a level with the greatest amount of ease and then the next time you try it, it'll be completely different. But I don't know, there's a weird kind of sterile feeling to Halo games that's mm-hmm. still kind of there, but this is the best way I've played that they've managed to avoid it. Yeah. Everything seems a lot more fluid in terms of when you get taken out, rather Mm -hmm. than just, you feel like you're just being overwhelmed. Yeah. And Uh it's, you know, impossible. And you, I don't like it in an FPS when you've got that impression you have to run Mm -hmm. to escape something. You should always be able to kill everybody (laughs) and move on. Yeah.
2: And uh, this manages to get that balance a bit better than other Halo games, I think. I definitely found with the story, uh, um, and it was part of a trilogy. It says in the back, you know, the back of the box, start of the Reclaimer trilogy. And that may make you think, you know, it gets to a point it just goes, you know, I'm, I'm back to be continued. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. finish the fight. Yeah, uh, it doesn't do that. It actually, right. it's quite well rounded, which I, I didn't expect. You almost Record need that. And his
0: boobs, like after uh, <laughs> like the Mass Effect thing, like everyone's talking about Mass Effect three and how they hated the ending and then it yeah. still wasn't. I've not. I not i do not actually know the end. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I've never played it. Talk about how it's got. You know, you need a definitive ending even as part of a ongoing yeah. series, because yeah. people just don't feel satisfied anymore with a uh, cliffhanger.
2: Well, people said that Halo 3, or the Halo series, should have ended with 3. Yeah. Um, like I don't understand, because he, he ends Halo 3 floating through space. Mm-hmm. He say, he gets into his cryo chamber and he says, wake me if you need me. Yeah. And that's about as much a hint that there might be Aye, something it's, it's still to be open as much as you can. Yeah. You know, we need you. All right, yeah. cool. So where was yeah. Reach in the whole? Reach was set before Halo 1. Oh. In fact, the end sequence of Halo Reach becomes the start sequence of Halo 1.
1: Okay, okay. I'm up to date now. How do you like it now? It's like the Fast and Furious. Mm. Timelines all over the place. I get excited by things like that. Yep.
0: Excited by timelines. I do.
1: I I'm not the only one in the room that likes timelines. Uh, so, Halo 4, anything else
2: to say? What are we going to give it out of 15? 15. <laughs> um, I would. I can't think of much wrong with it. Yeah. Um, I am... I was really impressed with it. I really, really enjoyed it from start to finish. There's new vehicles, new weapons, uh, a whole new villain, uh, a whole kind of introduction to a whole new, oh, shit, you know, something Mm. new is happening in the Halo universe. Um, I really enjoyed it.
0: With new enemies, a new enemy, do they still have
2: tiny wee gnomes that run away from you? Yes. They have, it's almost like they've looked at the Covenant Mm -hmm. baddies Yeah and thought, let's make a whole new race of baddies, but you'd base it exactly as <laughs> So you've got a small one, a bigger... Yep. And the weapons are the same, too. You've Some got, carry shields. Yeah, you've got the shitter, small pistol weapon. Yep. You've got the bigger bit. Yeah, it kind of works the same. Yeah. But they mix. What's so the deal with that? Why, do they, why is that the
1: principal baddies and... You know, why have they just gone for have No man, middle-sized guy with shields, tall
2: guy. Well, actually, in this game, you find it very, very early on, so it's not a spoiler, that it's not the... Covenant that you've beaten in the previous games—it's like a kind of splinter, right? Right. Um, because the elites fight you, and uh-huh. the elites—if you played, I think Halo Two, it was introduced but right. the elites turn against the, rest the Covenant them. and become your pals in right. Halo Three, and they're fighting you again in this one right from the start. So this is some kind of oh, splinter the- group of the of the Covenant that you fought before, and this is the rest of
1: them. Yeah. Basically. Oh, oh, oh my. Yeah. Uh, it's managing to stand out. There's a lot of good games out at the moment and it's managing to stand out in my collection and actually make me want to play it. Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess that's fairly high praise. Okay. Well, Halo 4, we salute you. Well done. Finish the yeah. fight. Finish some fights with you yeah. or something or other. What other games
1: have you been playing? Hey, eh? Gav? I've been playing Assassin's Creed
0: 3. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried about this. <laughs> I'm not... You know what? I've got my notes sitting here right and when I was... I sat down... Uh, at work on my lunch hour Uh and I decided to write a little bit on on my notes and when I started writing I found myself pretty much unable to stop about what I didn't like about (laughs) Assassin's Creed 3 but I will not go into it in full detail. Suffice it to say it completely disappointed me (laughs) On you're, a variety of levels. You're becoming me. Uh, you're I'm bec- slowly becoming I me. I thought maybe having you on would have made me a little bit more... <laughs> I would be the positive one <laughs> compared to you. But you've just heard me gush I, about how much I love the, ge- the generic Halo <laughs> The student has become the master. Yeah. But, um, do you know, it's just... I, I, I think... At first I thought I expected maybe a little bit too much yeah. from Assassin's Creed 3. It was extremely hyped up. It was, and... I know that with a mainstream title like this, this is one of the biggest games, the biggest franchises of the last five years. Mm-hmm. When this one came out, it broke all the records from the last games. It's the best-selling yeah. Assassin's Creed game, in, on an opening at least. Yeah. Uh, and it, you think to yourself, this is the third one, so we're not having these little sub-games like Brotherhood and uh, Revelations. Revelations were. And there was all this talk, this is a fresh start for the series, and you think, well, this is it. What are they going to do? Yeah. And they did the same game. As you've played before, pretty much a few wee extra bits in it, like the last ones I've had. Yeah. You know, like the um, was it revelations had a sort of a, a like a real time strategy kind of element yes. to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's got more like, you get, like naval battles and hunting, mm-hmm. and they're cool and all. But it's the same Assassin's Creed. I know you can't change it so much because they've got a formula, they've got a fan base. You can't yeah. completely change it to be and there needs to be a lot of different things to. A lot of different people because uh, it's I, such a mainstream title. But I
2: always found it a really bizarre game to have, have such a huge mainstream appeal. Yeah, because it's kind of there's a kind of stealthy, you know, side to it. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't have the kind of all, kind of blockbustery appeal mm-hmm. that, uh, that I, that I that associate with the kind of mainstream. Yeah. you know, multi million.
0: No, no, I completely games. agree. It's, it's odd. That I think it, I don't know if it's maybe the fact that it was the Da Vinci Code stuff that kicked it off. Yeah, and its popularity because it's very Da Vinci Code in it's yeah, uh, it's a story. Yeah. This new one goes more into a sort of a. It still follows that, but it goes into the more personal side of the your man Desmond, the main uh-huh. protagonist, I guess, and your own character, your I said Connor, Hawk, Connor Hawk, his name is, <laughs> um, who's a Native American who's becomes an assassin. Uh huh. And it really goes more into their personal lives than the last ones have. So that's cool uh, and all, mm-hmm. and the story really hits a lot of nice beats like are you really on the right side and, yep. you know, are the things, things you're doing in the name of your side actually doing good in the sense that I thought that's really cool. Yep. But then you do other stuff like instant fail stealth missions, where as soon as you're seen, your 15 minutes of hiding has completely been wiped out. Yeah. Um, people running away from you, you've got to chase them, and you end up scrabbling up a wall and they get away. The instant fail, go back to the start. It's yep. just so much... That, but well, something that's meant to be kickstarting almost a new generation. Yeah, we're going to see
2: spin-offs from this. Yeah, yeah. it's not filling me with confidence. Yeah, that we're going to see something new and you know. What did you make of the setting? The whole American War of Independence. Is it? I,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Set yeah. during that that era. I mean, Phil, you've played it as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a smart launch for a new uh,
1: generation of an old title, especially one that had become quite stale and just kind of mm-hmm. crushed together and brought out really quite like Brotherhood yeah. Revelations. Yeah, they couldn't get them out quick enough. Nine months apart yeah. or something. Uh, but it, it is a cheap pop mm. to use a wrestling parlance to set it in the biggest territory in which it's going to sell. Yeah. We're going to use yeah. the yeah. American Revolution, yeah. patriotic as shit. Yeah. All, a all the supplies every American comes out
2: to buy it. Great. Hey, no, all the trailers some, I've seen of all the adverts on TV... I've been very anti-British, which I thought was yeah. kind like of weird way game, to
0: try and push it. Yeah. Here, I mean, the baddies yeah. of the game are on, on. Well, they're not. They're kind of in it for themselves, but they are from that side of things. Yeah. You know, they we are fighting against their independence and yeah. mm-hmm. all that. Uh, the game is very much you know you're at the Declaration of Independence. You're you're helping yeah. George Washington, Boston Tea Party things like that. Yeah, you're fighting. You're actually dumping tea and yeah, there's a, <laughs> that's actually a mission on a yeah. boat. You've got uh. to dump tea into the into the water while fighting guys. Uh, but the setting itself is beautiful. Gee,
1: it's stunning, aren't it is you? beautiful. It's a time period that I don't think any other major titles have ever touched upon. It's a very cool time period as well. Yeah. It's you pretty know, metal whole in fucking, places. You know It's the kind of time period that born.
2: isn't necessarily taught very much in British schools None at all. I, I <laughs> think that lends
0: itself to being even more believable because you don't know so much about it. Yeah. It's different when they I mean they do uh, real world like live sections where it's now yeah yeah uh, there's little linear levels where you go through and you've got you know you're in a sports arena at one point as Desmond and you're in uh like you're jumping off a, you're doing like base jumping off a big tower and they're really like there's no open world elements to it it's literally go from this point to this point jump fight off. some guys jump you know find this one item and that's cool because you don't in an open world you we know what the real world's like and you know nowadays what the open world is so if anything doesn't ring true it instantly yeah. is you know noticeable Back then, anything can happen. Yeah, you know they could say like, you know, did you know they all had sausage shoes? And you're like, really? <laughs> I like. I mean, I know what you're saying about it's all
1: these decent little ideas built around what is now a kind of really old yeah. uh, gameplay mechanic. Because mm-hmm. it is. I mean, Assassin's Creed's been around for a long time now. Yeah, and the initial core gameplay
0: mm-hmm. hasn't changed enough to. But everything they've stuck on to it. Oh, there's lovely yeah. It's nice. Lovely um, stuff. I mean, you're yeah. walking around Boston or New York, and you get this feeling it's a proper place. You know, it's like yeah. people are milling around. And as long as you don't peer behind that curtain too much and follow them or actually peer too closely at the people and what they're doing, it yeah. seems like they're all real people with real places to go and real lives. Mm-hmm. And then something happens that makes you realise that they are. And the enemies, in fact, not even just the people, but the, the soldiers are thick as shit. <laughs> like, people spot you, and they're like, Aye! And you're like, all right, walk around the corner. And the guy's like, oh, where'd he go? <laughs> I wouldn't even investigate.
1: Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. The fighting's been tightened up a lot in it, though. The
0: hand-to-hand combat. But it's fun. Like The fighting remains fun throughout the game. Like, yeah. You, you can learn new things and you can buy new items and, and the like. I didn't really feel the need to in the game. I, I was sitting around at the end of the game when I completed it with about 20 grand in my pocket. And that's something I really like, the fact that it's in pounds. Yeah. The currencies and pounds, so when yeah. you're pickpocketing people or you're looting their dead bodies... You like, understand what you're getting. Yeah, you're going, <laughs> He's got, he has got had a tenner on him. He, <laughs> up. he had a ten spot. <laughs> it's mine now. But the um, like wee things that I thought were... When I first started the game, I think maybe it also set me a little bit... This is where I'm thinking I maybe put my expectations a bit too high.
2: Yeah.
0: Like I, I've seen, for instance, at the start of the game, you're walking along a boardwalk. When you just get off the boat, you're in Boston. And uh, I've mentioned this to Phil before. Like, an um, uh, apple cart turns over. A thief, a wee guy, grabs an apple and runs off. And someone goes, "Thief! Thief! Someone stop him, please, please help!" But there's no prompt to do so at any point. You know. So I was like, "I'm a gentleman. I'm playing a gentleman. I'll, yeah. I'll chase him." And I thought this is really cool and a really subtle way of doing little side things in the game. Teaches you how to chase someone. Yeah. Thought that's really cool. Yeah. Chased him around the boardwalk. Went round the corner. He went down some stairs. Stopped. Dropped the apple. It stood in mid air, and then he just went about his business as a normal, mindless, you know, smelling so, about guy. So it was just something you were supposed to see. Yes, not yeah. Something was, you were supposed uh, to, but the very, tips, right, the very okay, fact okay. that you—I know it's supposed to lend all this stuff to the world, but the fact i going, stop him, please, please, someone help! Yeah, you're the hero of the title. What yeah. you're supposed to do? You're just supposed to go, Ah, cool, whatever." You know, I don't tolerate that shit as a gentleman.
2: If, that's what I did. I just walked past like You know, oh Well, I think your into, personality. It does. If you're getting into a medium that's supposed to be kind of immersive and interactive, <clears> you'd expect that kind of cue to well, yeah, be something you could follow through and on. And that's yeah. when I thought, this is
0: a next step. Yeah. Almost in how you do really subtle, wee, cool things in games. Yeah. And it wasn't it. I, I misinterpreted it, yeah. but I think that would have been a really it cool way of it. It turned out it was just the next step
2: in disappointing you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Assassin's Creed? Yay or nay? I say it's a good game if you've never played Assassin's Creed before. In fact, no, it's not a good game. Fuck it. Don't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say it is worth buying, but maybe when it gets about 25. Yeah. It's an exercise. I don't think I've I've told a game to fuck off more than maybe Mario Kart. Maybe I've said fuck off more. (laughs) But there's so many little annoyances and things that you fail that you don't. Like you're fighting a big group of guys and then all of a sudden you beat the first group. Then another group in the, f- in the distance runs towards you. So you stay where you are, and then the go the game goes, you're not in the right place to fight these guys. Fail. Yeah. And it fails the mission, and you have to go back to the start. That happened to me twice. <laughs> well, look, nothing's perfect.
1: We live and we learn. Especially Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did anyone else buy Need for Speed Most Wanted? I was going to, and that's it. explores what we were talking about earlier, where everything is poor-faced and grey and dull Yeah, I finished off Assassin's Creed traded it in and went I'm going to buy Dishonored and then went Gavin is another really serious pole faced assassination game and I know it's a different type of game and it's much better but I went no, no. Buy, buy Need for Speed later so Need I'm going to buy me Need for Speed later okay but you didn't just buy Need for Speed then when you had that I forgot about Need for Speed. This thought process took me all the way out of HMB to, <laughs> the to um, Central a, Station. McChans round from uh, HMB in the fort. McChans. Aye. Where Is I that got, like McDonald's? Where I got-, got my dinner of fried rice, curry sauce, and chips. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was that's the best dinner, dinner I've had in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say my dinners have been bad, it was just amazing at the time. <laughs> Just what was needed. Just but, what the doctor ordered. Just what the doctor said. Don't have anymore. <laughs> Need for Speed. Anyway,
1: Sharp is an exciting racing game from Criterion, who made Burnout Paradise. Burnout Paradise, mm. and this are pretty much the same game. Take me down to the paradise city when Pass the grass is green. Every time, the, like, every time you start, every time you uh, start. It is set in the city of Fairview or something like okay. that, and it's exactly the same setup. You race cars fast, the cars are extremely pretty, mm-hmm. The gameplay is very, very quick. Yep. And arcade lots of sliding drifting. Lots of drifting. Show me how to drift, I said at the beginning. And then Han took me under his wing. Excellent. And then I took over the Tokyo drifting scene. Did you just
0: call me a guy jin?
1: <laughs> right. I have
2: you are you a big fan of racing games, Chris? I like futuristic racing games. Yes. Um F-Zero, Wipeout, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not played so many kind of real-worldy This one I things. like because one of the best things
1: I saw for it was uh, the cinema trailer that they have for it. Okay. And I saw it after I bought the game, but I was watching James Bond, Need for Speed, thing starts up and it's like all these beautiful sports cars on one side of a thing and all these amazing police cars on yeah. the other and they're revving at each hour. Ram, 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 ram Like every racing game, advert you've ever seen ever and then just out of nowhere a bright fucking lime green Ford Focus comes running and just squeals doing burlies (laughs) fucking 360s and the guy hangs out the window with flipping the horns (laughs) (laughs) and I went you thought I can I can get (laughs) this I resonate with this it's like it has the I would say what could be considered pole faceness of a Forza game where all the cars are big Italian supercars and yeah, you've got everything. a wide variety. The real life cars, yes. Yeah, but this has your kind of shabbier cars. I guess. I mean, it's, also, I mean, it's got it's got a lot of boy racer uh-huh, cars yeah. in it as well, like the Focus. Volkswagen and, pose. Yeah, exactly. it feels got a, bit of a sense of humour to it as well. Yeah. You know,
0: although it's not like those jokes flying ticking mm-hmm. fast, but it's vibrant. It's yeah. it, it, there's life in there, it's which cars that kind of lacks. And well, I don't know because the Forza Horizon one that just came
1: out. Mm-hmm. That's a bit more like this because it's based around a kind of music festival thing, right, okay. and you know you hear about the music festival on the radio when you're driving around, mm-hmm. uh, which I wouldn't I wouldn't mind as well. I wasn't too fussed about the Forza game before that, yeah. but this I just I, it's it's great so far. It really mm-hmm. like it's so fast. There's so many nice cars. You just spot cars in the city when you're driving around. Mm-hmm. Drive up to them, hit triangle, and then all of a sudden you're driving that car. And that, each car gives you a kind of list of challenges that unlock mm. a better shell or better wheels or better. Yeah. You know, uh, and you will just get spotted by the police when you're just. Fa- you can just fanny about within this map mm. for so long, yeah, quite happily. And then on top of that, you've got all the races to build up your car. And then the multiplayer is just the same map, just filled with things, maybe like eight, nine, ten. Uh, Other online players. Yeah, and you've got all those different game types. Yeah, you'll meet up. Demolition Derby style stuff. There's a lot of takedowns and nitro boosting around the place. And obviously the more stuff that you've unlocked in the main player, the better your car's going to be in the multiplayer. A wide range of vehicles, like Range Rovers, uh, Formula One cars. Yeah. It's it's great. It's cool for what you
0: blast about. I normally don't give a shit about racing games at all, Mm. but this is... Brilliant. I was thinking when you were saying, Chris, about futuristic racing games. Has anyone ever done a, tr- a racing game set in the past, outside of maybe that Stone Age one for the Mega CD? <laughs> ben Hur. I, I like maybe something like that. Like maybe it's just set back in the day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like a guy walking in front of your car with a flag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> come on,
0: come on. Who's <laughs> cars? maybe something like that, or maybe even further back, like a racing game with you know, like horses and carts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or broken down all chariots.
0: I thought about the idea of a game, like a third-person game, where the idea was a multiplayer game in which you just had to get from point A to point B, however you wanted, and the you, you could upgrade. Uh, you know, you could get roller skates, for instance, <laughs> if you don't want to spend a lot of money, or you could get a jetpack or like a, sup- a subsonic jet. Just depending on how much you stunk into the game in terms of real life cash. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanted to put fifty quid in, you could get you know this is a really a good uh, iPhone app idea. Yeah, I think you yeah. could just win every race if you put enough money in. <laughs> Let's do it. The first cast app. The first guess app. If you are a game developer. It. Then don't steal that. Don't steal that idea. Come to us and some for some reason give us a cut. Yeah. Like quite a big cut as well. Uh, copyright, guess. Um, So, WWE 13. Let's talk about another game that Chris will not give a fuck about. Cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I didn't get WWE 12, Yeah. which was the big shift from the game the year before was, you know, the standard mm-hmm. WWE game that you got every year, and 12 kind of represented a, a shift in tone and in the way it controlled, and the technology they used was much better. So they said. Mm-hmm. Still feels exactly the same <laughs> as it always has. Guys are just a bit sweatier. <laughs> um, so, but 13 was, I skipped 12, so I got 13. Bill, you also got 13.
1: Uh huh. I'm there every year. You are there every year. WWE, you're it, not Dad. a fair weather fan like me. No. Uh, it has, it, this is, the. it's going back to the attitude here, if you, know, if you know anything about wrestling, you already know about this because they're just pounding you with it at the moment anyway. Yeah. However, yeah, it's a return to the Attitude Era, Chris. Attitude Era. You're talking like 96 era. to 2000. Stone Cold, up. Mankind, all those guys. All the, all Blood. The, all, the, all the main guys. All the main guys. All the main
0: all guys, the the main, main guys main from that guys. period. Yeah. Blood, uh, guts, chair shots, gore. Yep. Yeah. There's a mode, the new Attitude Era mode is the centrepiece of the game, really, where you play the matches that you that actually happened years ago. You remember and you have to so fulfil you fulfill the conditions. So it says, you know, there's an objective list, you know, hit this guy with a chair, pin him within ten seconds, all this kind of stuff, you know, throw him off the cage. All this kind of stuff. And you have to do that. You don't have to do them all, but you get, you get, uh, you get bonuses and, and unlocks yeah. for doing them. Uh, and that's cool. It's a nice trip down memory lane that makes you think, yeah, that Judah was the best wrestling period <laughs> of all time. You know it wasn't really, but it was uh it's good. I mean you've and all the usual modes are there. I don't know whether it's worth. It. It's like a FIFA game, you know. It's like it does a, it's an incremental update every year. Yeah, it just gets a bit better. Yeah, this is the
1: best wrestling game so far. Yeah, like every wrestling game is the best wrestling game so far, <laughs> except for you know WCW versus NWO. The best, best wrestling yeah. game. Uh, this is a fine one. Yep. If you're interested in WWE, you're probably going to buy it anyway. Exactly. It's got a lot of great characters in it. There's the usual fan access stuff online. Mm-hmm. You play a pass, you get characters. Valvenus. Yep. DDP. DDP. One of my favourites of all time. wrestling game. Uh, but, again, just because of, you know, different corporations, there's big chunks of that era that are missing because mm-hmm. they just don't have the likeness.
0: The likeness rights. For certain people who are now in TNA and now yeah. hate. You can BMW. always tell the certain things in, in these games work. Like, for instance, CM Punk, the WWE champion. mm he plays a predominant part in all the all the menus. He's pretty much the cover. He's on the cover, and all the menus contain his likeness. Yeah. There's certain things on him that are iconic to CM Punk. He has it on one arm, he's got a big Pepsi tattoo. Another one, he has like a cobra um, from GI Joe tattoo. Yeah. Both altered to the point that it's really, really annoying. Because <laughs> they don't want to use those yeah. corporate logos. Yeah, just yeah. Pay just pay WWE as a billion dollar company. <laughs> Why don't they just look Pepsi? You would do very well to have. Yeah. This million-selling game have a Pepsi logo on it. Don't get it. Just don't get it. Anyway, enough about WWE. Get it if you like wrestling. Before we go, have you created a character? No. Why don't you create a character? I'm not interested in creating a character. Man, you suck. I will at some point to get the trophies because I'm like that. Jump online with me. Uh Uh-huh. I I have a tag team partner online already. Uh Uh-huh. But we could form another team and you could play with my secondary character, King Muscles. (laughs) King Muscles. What's King Muscles' gimmick? King Muscles is, he is a king. Uh Uh-huh. And he really likes to eat
2: <laughs> mussels. <laughs> likes to eat mussels,
0: He is the king of mussels. <laughs> That's good.
2: That's good. If you were to create a wrestler online, what would your name be? Oh, Jesus Christ. I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about wrestling. No. It's no. not. It is not. Ah, oh, Jesus. There's
0: probably a porn star rule for your wrestler
2: name. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just, like, the name of the street you grew up on and your pet's second Name. Oh my! Wait a minute. Which pet second name? Okay. We'll have a think about it and we'll come yeah. back okay. at the end of the credits. <laughs> Good stuff. So that was the kind of things we've been playing of late. Excellent, and that would segues directly into our next section of the podcast, which is I have no idea. <laughs> How about
1: then, ladies and gents, we talk about some of the new releases that are going to be coming out in the upcoming weeks. In the upcoming weeks. I know we kind of did this last time when we just talked about things that are coming
0: out before Christmas. Aye. But we've still got a couple of new releases. Big ones, Blops 2. Blops 2. Now, as I said before, I know it's a big poor-faced game. I still like it because it's going to be like sci-fi. Imagine shooting a big laser gun into a real man's head. And <laughs> there's a Mali pirate's head. Exactly. I can't wait. It's going to have drones. Are you gonna get
2: blops too? I didn't play the first one. No, uh, so I don't really know how the how it follows on. I don't think what it matters. Matter. The You're soldery
0: McSolderson,
2: and you have a bridge. I don't know if I'd be sold about the story of Soap McTavish and Captain McTavish. Captain Price. <laughs> Captain Price. <laughs> <Right>. Captain McTavish. <laughs> if I hadn't played the first one, um, so is there? I mean, what, what? Where was the first Black Ops set? Space. The sixties. The sixties, and the second one is near future. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, near future. I think from the looks of it, it's all you know, like robot drones and you know. Yeah. It's, I think it looks like it's more futuristic. I looks like kind it's, of metal geary. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say you know ten yeah. years in the future. It looks to me more you know like further on than that. Yeah. Uh, so is is, Col- is is Call of Duty now as yeah. a rule moving into the future? Do you think? Well, they can do what they like, I guess. I mean, it's like the World Modern war. Warfare will have difficulty moving too far in the future. <laughs> yeah, and they they'll have them. Modern Warfare. They'll have blops, which can probably go around time periods as it likes, yeah. And, you know, like they have like World at War and the like. Yeah. So I think they can just do that. I mean, I guess they can do whatever they like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they want nice. to go into the super future, where it's just all people are just transcending any thoughts on a, yeah.
2: you know. See, I still think of it as, I, it. I still try and say kind of, cardinal numbers to them. I am still thinking like Black Ops 2's Call of Duty 8, 9 or 9. <laughs> 9. something.
1: That's strange.
2: Yeah. You, if you were to get it, Chris, would you get it on the PlayStation or the Xbox? I don't know because I hadn't touched my Xbox in freaking ages and mm-hmm. only did recently because of Halo. Uh-huh. Um, and now you've bought Xbox but now I've moved that HDMI cable <laughs> from the PlayStation <laughs> to the Xbox
0: yeah. and
1: that's yeah. a
2: major decision maker. Yeah, it's a major...
0: I mean, it seems to be if you're buying a multi-platform title, you buy the... for multiplayer, you buy the Xbox version. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the rule of thumb if you have both systems. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because subconsciously you paid for Xbox Live. Yeah,
2: mm, if yeah, you paid for it, it you might as well know. screw their... That's you know, what's buggering me. Yeah, add some weight to
1: their servers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know the on-live stuff does tend to be a little bit more fluid still in Xbox games than it is in the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. It's getting better, but the Xbox stuff, even though we had a bit of trouble connecting the first time, Yeah. Uh, but it was more to do with setting up
0: the headsets
1: oh, and yeah, things yeah, like
0: that. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, your pal sent you a message, but you your... Yeah, in. go into the game, not like the PlayStation and your friend sent you an invitation. Stop. Yeah, yeah.
2: Go to your messages, get yeah. that message, read it. Well, that's what I did when you sent me the invitation <laughs> in Halo. I didn't know if there was a new way I haven't yeah. touched my I haven't done online in Xbox for so long I was just like enter messages go go to messages there probably is we can yeah. probably just connect find Chris <laughs> yeah. where is he where is he Um,
1: what else is out well on top of that is the Vita version ok
0: yeah which I think is not- a
1: separate but, game yeah as you know it's not a, a clone in any way uh, different missions different story I might be tempted to get it on the Vita more yeah. than that we get it on a big console just because I need
0: something to play on my Vita yeah through Necessity more than yep uh, also out is Wonderbook Book of Spells you know what man Wonderbook we saw it in HMV uh-huh. my missus straight away I want that really she was going. She was like I've got money for my birthday I had it there let's get Skylanders and I was like that's a brilliant idea we should totally get Skylanders <laughs> so we went down to have a look at them and then she went what's this and she had a look at the Wonderbook stuff she saw like the video set up that looks fucking amazing It's like okay <laughs> do, you, do you think we should get that then? She's like, yes. Yes. Skylander's out of the window.
2: I want Wonder Book when it comes out. So, what? what, what is it? I'm not aware of it. It uses the Wonder Book. Okay. Is a, which a, is an
0: actual physical book. Okay.
1: It's, it's a thing that you put down in front of the PlayStation with the eye, and it'll superimpose shit onto
0: it, and okay. then you use the move over the top of it. It's looking it. at of augmented it's reality it. stuff, and it tells you a story that you interact with. This okay. one is, is a like, Harry Potter-based thing. I think J.K. Rowling...
1: Had a lot to do with it. She had a lot to do with it. it. Yeah. Uh, so it's all spell. You sit in front of it, okay. basically, okay. and become a okay. wizard. Wingardium Leviosa. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out. A weird thing. We a will end up thing. with it, like the yeah. iPad.
0: The iPad got put down. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. is dead. Hitman Absolution. I will not play that game because it is disrespectful to women. Is that so? It had nuns,
1: and, sexy nuns, and
2: the and the church and oh, the, the women church, and course. the church.
1: You know um, me? well, let's hide the window then. Enough <laughs> about that. PlayStation All-Stars
0: Battle Royale. Did you get into the... Did you play the beta? I did play it? the beta. What did you think of it? It was all right. Just play like Smash Brothers? Yeah. Even though they said it's not?
1: Yeah. You do <laughs> things kind of differently. You just... Uh, you get super moves. That's the only
0: real difference. You can, The more you beat people up, the more you charge up this thing. Mm. The mirror, you I know I've it said it before, different. but... I can. I only tolerate Smash Brothers gameplay because it's Nintendo characters. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, when I'm starting to play characters I don't give a fuck about, like Jack and Jackson Daxter, and <laughs> that's it, it. Falls apart. I,
2: yeah. If it's Bath a good Princess. point, then you know people Smash buy. Smash Brothers and. was very light gameplay. It was mm-hmm. really just unlocking things, unlocking stages and yeah. things to do with characters. What about the RPG elements? What, <laughs> what when you're running about and you had to do all the oh, yeah.
1: really shady platforming? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good, like, man. Nintendo, you can do platforming well. Um, why aren't you? Why is yeah. this platforming
0: shite? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Lord of the Rings. Biggest. Biggest for me, I'd say. I, I think out uh, of all the games coming out, mm-hmm. that's the one I want. Last night, Tesco Direct
1: on the Vita, Lego Lord of the Rings, sixteen pre-order. Scooped oh, that up. Well, so that'll be coming,
2: hopefully. Actually, it, it's something I'd be quite interested in. Yeah. yeah. I think... All the other Lego games, Indiana Jones and Star Wars and stuff, and yeah. I think Batman maybe. Did Batman, you play Batman too? Uh, no. Batman, Batman two is a
0: huge shift away from that formula. But well, yeah. that's not a lie, it's not. It's, um, it but had a big open world hub in the centre of it.
1: And then your missions came up like a uh, Grand Theft auto okay. style okay. thing. But there
0: was just a lot more to it and you could drive about this bit and there There's a, a huge there's a lot more of... puzzle not puzzle solving, but you know, you need a certain suit to get past this bit. You have to really think about what order you want the suits in and things like that. It was great; I really it enjoyed it. It's a much it. deeper gameplay experience than any of the Lego games up to that point. Yeah. this one similarly, but in a totally different style. Like yeah. It's proper RPG. Yeah, they said it's going to be a lot of exploration. Uh, you know, finding different. Not just you know, it's not just whacking folk to get. Lego studs, which
2: I'm yeah. sure will sell. Player, you could you could sell me Castle Crashers mm. and make it Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and I'd be right into mm. it. Uh-huh. And if that's if it's anything, <laughs> if there's anything like that, it's just uh, the problem of into. being able to like. I mean, I really like the Lord of
0: the Rings films, yeah. etc. I've never read the books, but I really like the films. And the thought of playing through as you know, getting to play Sauron or getting to play all the characters yeah. that I, I really like in the films is really you know that that's I guess the the pool of a Lego game. Plus, yeah. so many different characters. It's that and you know. the in the humor. Yeah,
1: yeah. The humor in the Lego games is great. So,
2: and I think a lot of the Lord of the Rings or t- kind of Middle Earth based games are a bit too, they're a bit too into the lore and a bit yeah. too face. Very serious you know, be, to get in it. But yeah. I think the Lego would be perfect. Yes, I'll give it, inject it with a it LEGO it game enough to take. get you through yeah. that hearing that
0: story again. Yeah, yeah. Like any Lego game, adding Lego into any mythology is perfect. Really strong. <think>. Uh,
1: <laughs> you heard that noise?
0: That was a doorbell. Yep. We have eaten a pizza now. Now, if you're going to detect a slight drop in energy levels, because we're full of dough, <laughs> because we're full of dough, and, and cheese, and, and, garlic and, and garlic butter, and garlic yeah. butter. Yeah. Oh, that butter is just like it's just butter, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's, it's just a lot butter, and the garlic looks beautiful. Um, so why don't we continue on? Ah, uh-huh. the Wii U was the next big thing that's happening okay. this month. Scant days from yep. now, the new Nintendo console will be hitting the shelves. and dropping. How excited are you, Chris?
2: Well, I was quite excited about a new Nintendo console, but I wasn't excited enough to know that it was really soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it seems to have kind of come out and over I don't really know what would sell it. I know it's a lot of games that are already out on other consoles. I can tell you yeah. what
1: games are coming out just now.
2: Nintendo Land.
1: Yep. yeah. New Super Mario Bros. U, okay. Zombie U, okay. Uh, the Batman game for it. A uh, Call of Duty, yep. Black Ops Two, Assassin's Creed Three. That's yep. kind of the launch line. That's so
0: the big, big titles. There's a few big games on there, and Zombie U seems. Have you seen the adverts with yeah. Zombie U? Yeah. I, I never know how in a game advert they always seem to show gameplay footage, but it's always like. Seems like the frame rate's really low on it. It's like the like f- it's going like at twenty frames a second, or, or like it never looks clear. It never looks,
2: yeah.
0: You know, I'm talking about not just Nintendo, but other companies do it as well. The game, the gameplay always looks really like stunted. Doesn't that representation of what it actually is? That's mm-hmm. what Nint- Nintendo, especially now, need to show. This is different. This is high there.
1: We are now caught up with everything else. We I mean, are now of those current. games. It was what
2: zombie you? Yeah, And Nintendo Land. Yeah, Super yes. Mario Brothers. Yeah. I think the one I saw
1: was a zombie U advert. Yeah, I don't know what the other ones have been. Yeah, adverts have started on. I've the seen television. Mario.
2: It's just Mario again. Mario, 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 Mario. I mean, there are some franchises I would really love to see of Nintendo's mm. in HD. Yeah, I haven't really seen Mario as one of them.
0: No, Remember I said get a
2: fucking Metroid game out. Pretty it soon. has to
0: happen eventually. I mean, Metroid's the only one that I still think has potential after playing In this generation, yeah. or the generation we're going into. Yeah, after playing like, yeah. the last Zelda game, I wasn't blown away by that. Again, it was just more of the same again. Yeah. And Mario was the same, and you know, yeah. Metroid's still yeah, yeah. got that.
2: It's the only one that yeah. feels like there's a universe to grow into.
0: Ah, uh-huh. yeah, they've never fully exploded it, it, seems. Yeah. And they still had the games like um, M- Metroid Other M. Yep. Yeah. And that was, again, that was them trying something new with it, and they never yeah, yeah. do that with the, the franchises, so
2: Metroid's still got that, that hope yeah. around it. I get that. I'm with yeah. you on that. I just don't think I could buy a whole new console uh, just to play another Mario game in Zombie U just now. Yeah, I, all I games mean, that you uh, can uh, play any, anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need
1: one now. Yeah, I think it's the important thing. Yeah. Um, but when things like Pikmin are out, maybe.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have a kind of nostalgic love of Nintendo. Yeah. And I don't want to not buy it. I don't want to not yeah. or think about not buying it. I just practically
0: don't need it now. I'll not be waiting in yeah. G Yeah. I just Yeah. I kinda of just worry that this is a console console. This isn't like the Wii when it came out. When you played it and you your dad played it or whatever and was like, no. This is dead easy, I can bowl. And it created this phenomenon. They're not yeah, banking yeah. on that anymore. They're now banking on the Wii
2: name had been established yeah. and <clears throat> yeah. so And the weird thing is it seems like such a step back from the whole motion thing. Mm-hmm. I know you can use the Wii U with uh, the Wii controller. Yeah, that's it, also a part of it, yeah. But the selling point is it has this touch screen, mm-hmm. which seems to be really far removed from motion controls. Yeah. yeah it yeah. has some. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I don't no, know what
0: you I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see how it does on launch. I'm sure it'll do well this year because it's the, the thing for this Christmas. I was thinking yeah, they could use the big tablet
1: mm-hmm. controller if they ever made an uh, interactive version of the movie Kids. And that scene where they're beating up the guy with the skateboard. Okay. Yeah. You could use that as a kind of motion control yeah, for that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Just
0: right into games and telling that. Oh, well, there was an unboxing video online. Yes, um, Satoru it- Itoa, or Iwata, in fact, I see Keeps in Um he did an unboxing video, which is, again, really non Nintendo to do, especially him. Yeah. You know, like the president of Nintendo doing an unboxing, showing you everything yeah. that comes in the box, and, you know, what's and all. And so, it's like watching a kind of Dharma video. And yeah, it. <laughs> it's very odd. Um, but again, still no real details
2: on what the online service is going to be like,
0: anything
2: of that. There's a lot of games like Metroid Mm -hmm. that would benefit from the upgrade, like F-Zero is another one, and Metroid, other ones are, must be, must be a few Kirby. Kirby, yeah. well, I'm thinking one of the franchises that is benefiting from
0: the Wii U is going to be Pikmin Three. Yeah. Yes. That is perfect for because what, it's actually yeah. been announced. Yeah. It's actually coming. I mean, that's perfect for the Wii U. Yeah. So hopefully they can tailor all the franchises towards yeah the, using the technology because that's what they usually do. They'll have like the Wii and it'll just the Wii was this new exciting way way to control yeah. games and then it just came down to waggling. Yeah. You don't want
2: and that. In, in terms of the fans that love. Nintendo for years there was nothing really to offer them okay there were a few games in Mario Galaxy yeah there was a lot of games on it but there were a lot of those core games that never appeared Mm -hmm. and it's like are they appearing now in the Wii U or is that that what's coming and you well we don't know yet yeah you know Pikmin you know Mario new Mario brothers you mm. I I I guess it's just going to be the same
0: there's no doubt in my mind that they have People at Nintendo working on mm. what they can do with Metroid, what they can do with the existing franchises.
2: Well, a few a while ago, I read that Retro were working on a game that wasn't Metroid, mm. um, but I don't remember reading what that was. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: been always um, been talk about a, a Metroid game in production. is it Dread? Yeah. Always been, in you know.
2: Yeah.
0: Even in Metroid Other M, there was little hints and little maybe kind of Easter eggs that were just kind of knowing winks yeah. to the player. But yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do with it in the next. Year or so, especially yeah. when the new consoles come out. Especially, but, uh, <laughs> I don't lump the Wii U in with new consoles. <clears throat> yeah, I lump it in with it's it, caught up now.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's Nintendo's own timeline. Yeah, but they just are unfortunately doing it later than everyone else. Yeah, they just exist in
0: their own sort of yeah. little universe, and
2: good yeah. for them. Make some interesting games. I'll buy it. Are you, yep, I, mean, are you, are you worried that with the Wii U and the kind of almost lack of excitement and the the, the Vita and the way that people are saying the Vita hasn't yeah. really exploded well no one talks maybe about people it people are becoming quite fatigued with new things i
0: remember mm. when the Wii came out everyone knew what the Wii was yeah. what it did and they knew they wanted one yeah but even now we can still talk you go into work here you talk to other people people who have the Wii. Yeah. Uh, you know, like my missus uh mom and dad for example love their wee still tennis and bowl to this yeah. day and you go well the new is coming out in like a month
2: and they're like yeah. what there's a new Wii coming out. What does yeah. that do? There was a big They'll peak get, a few yeah, there's, years there's ago that of yeah. awareness, and I think that's kind of dying away. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know that new PlayStation or Xbox will really boost that much. Mm. Well, I've read something
1: online where Xbox were thinking about just extending the life of the Xbox by another five years,
0: on top of what they had planned the originally. Com- I mean, the Xbox now is so different from the Xbox when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, everything about it, the menus, the well, obviously what they can do with it is much more... Uh, they can do so much more with the Xbox now so they could
2: easily I, yeah, mean, I, I definitely wouldn't resent more time spent with the stuff I've got I, mm-hmm. don't, I, mean, I don't see anything wrong with it I don't see any screenshots yeah. of a next generation that I think holy shit that's miles better than mm-hmm. what I've got Yeah, I'm sure Nintendo wouldn't mind either Yeah,
0: it levels the playing field yeah, that's, yeah. that's what the Wii U does yeah. having five years of which to
2: capitalise on that, yeah. that I'm sure they wouldn't uh, mind and I'm sure they can kind of cross platform Games would catch up, and suddenly it would be mm-hmm. releasing on the Wii U at the same time. Yeah, and that'd be great for Nintendo. But mm-hmm. you know, when are the next PlayStation or Xboxes coming? Who knows? Ooh.
1: Ooh. I I know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's enough. We. Yeah, I'd say so. so. Proof is in the pudding, is in the eating, or something, else. as they say. So we can always. Wait for Chris to buy one and then go and Play.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, I'll just quickly go into the Grand Theft Auto V has yes. been announced as... How exciting, Nick. eh? Oh, very exciting. This oh. is one of these sort of games where a little bit of art will appear and they go, yeah. oh my God, there's going to be quad bikes in this. Yeah, I know. And
1: the, the art looks surprisingly similar to Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, art, you know. uh-huh. The Grand Theft Auto 4 kind of
2: cover art mm-hmm. is kind of like what we've been showing now for five.
0: Yeah. Not so, that exciting to I me. Mean, I mean, you don't expect it to be a huge artistic leap. I mean, I think once you get to a certain point where it's that good, you can only get so much better. You know, it's, gonna, it's just different, but it doesn't have a different feel to it. And I never liked, um, I wasn't a huge fan of San Andreas yeah. when it came out. So I know it's going back to that same yeah. style and territory of that. So
2: I'm kind of a little bit worried about that. I won't enjoy it as much. It's become, now that they kind of transition into 3D, or it has been years yeah. ago now, I suppose, um, and it's kind of, it's really just like a kind of textures and frame rate yeah. game now and how big is the world? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. really make the world, world better. It, just, it yeah.
0: It makes you almost think that is this the game they would have made yeah. back then anyway? If yeah, they had to exactly. Think, you know, yeah. it's just an upgrade to yeah. San Andreas. It's the modern equivalent. Yeah. So, but, you know, I think,
1: for the same reasons that I don't think you liked Assassin's Creed, or the same reasons that I won't like, like GTA. Yeah. I don't like the core mechanic. Same old yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So whatever glitz and glamour they put on top of it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't it like uh, that 4.
2: I know it. 4 was loved. I mean, or at least critically. 4, four was good for the first um, couple of hours that you were blown I, away. I maybe played it for an hour and that was me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm
0: done. I think the world, and the world of that was the star and mm. then you realised that the game itself wasn't anything special. It just looked great, and it had a really rich world to it, but that, apart yeah. from that, nothing. Mm. It, was a, it was a pain in the arse to play it. Even yeah. the stuff that should be a bit
1: humorous and a bit more wacky, like, you know, well, in, in, in 4 you just had to spot 100 pigeons throughout the city. <laughs> you know, like, you could have made that ending, make Out. it a fucking yeah, UFO. And you appreciate the
2: amount of and detail that it oh, goes human. into it, but yeah. at the same time... How interested should I be in this
0: stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And you we're know, we sounding we sound very negative. It's the pizza. This. pizza, <laughs> pizza it must be the pizza. pizza uh, great cast, but yeah, no, we completely get what you we'll mean. We'll wait and see. You know, it's, not it's a future f- release. It might be really, really exciting. Yeah, different. exactly. And its success is in no, no way reliant on our opinion You're on it. So. <laughs> It'll do well regardless. Yeah,
1: Exciting stuff. How about we head over to a parallel universe?
0: <gasps> in which mobile phones games are king. Are king, and screwing is outlawed. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Let me help you with those. Sorry, sorry, here's the, sorry. Here's the last of the packages Thank for our, our trip. I'll out. get some of these packages put away. I had a few earlier, but I didn't know where to put them. So, I <laughs> how are you, Gav? Really, really good. Earth, 2, Phil. Uh, Do you want to explain a little bit of what's happening for all the people? For people that don't know, if you listened last month, we get given orders. Yeah. By Meister to go out and. Uh, we got and a raven, a crow. Sorry. A raven came, came in, in uh, given us orders. So we need to get this stuff squared away because Captain Mondstadt's waiting for us. We need to get up the road. Excellent. Before we go though, uh-huh. have you been playing anything because on your phone?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes,
0: I have. What would that be? Right, come on, keep it together. Okay, keep it together. Come on. <laughs> keep it going. Uh, life on the Wall. It's funny as fuck. Right. I've been playing... A game uh, developed by Glitchsoft and published by Chilingo. 69p in the App store. He-Man, the most powerful game in the universe. Well, that's exciting. Now, I am a massive fan of <laughs> He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Always have been. Always will be. And uh, this is a side-scrolling brawler platformer like Shank. Nice. One, but it's a little bit more primitive. Uh, really good controls like in League of Evil. um, it's not the same controls, but it's very tight controls. Slight swiping left to right to move left to right. So like swiping up to jump, happen to hit people. Loads of upgrades. It's really, really funny if you're a He Man fan. Loads of really in jokes, little winks to the camera. It looks great. Great sound effects. And yeah, I mean it takes there's only two there's two ways you can go with He Man. It's either serious as shit or Yeah. Winky Nudge Nudge and they've went winky nudge nudge. It's full of uh exciting He-Man characters, I imagine. Absolutely. Every level's got a... It's kind of You've got a little platformy levels. Each one you get four, maybe four levels to a world. Each world has maybe three stars that you can get, depends on your rating. Mm-hmm. And at the end of each world there's a baddie like Merman, Trapjaw, Beastman, all the biggins. ones. Uh, so you get to go them, you get to fight them, you get to go bananas, upgrade your guy who is He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> And it's cool. As a fan, things annoy me like there's a, it's a mix of the 2002 remake series and the original That's filmation horrible. series. So there's some sort of He-Man looks like old He-Man and all the promotional stuff. But then when you get into the game, it's 2002 He-Man, Snake Mountain, and all the promotional stuff's 2002. Then you get in the game, and it's more. Yeah, it's just it's annoying. An odd mix. If you're a fanny like me, here, listen. Pass me my my sword and bucket.
1: Hold on. Ah, oh, put that in my bag. I have been playing. <laughs> In fact, there's two things I'm going to mention. Oh, right, fuff. two exciting things. Uh, you need to
0: hurry because Captain Monstads waiting at the crest of that hill. Xbox Smart Glass. Aye, what's that like? It, ha- it came to iOS, mm-hmm. so, so I was what able is it? to use
1: that. It's a companion application for the Xbox, and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't see. It. Uh, it's it's free. Mm-hmm. It works as an accessory, an assistant. Yes. Uh, more possibility than actual functionality at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can control, you know, what happens on screens with your in the dashboard mm-hmm. with you know gestures and swipes. You can input it with a keyboard on screen on your phone. Works on the iPad as well, Android devices, Windows Seven and Eight phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was playing Halo, it
0: flashed up information and stats. That's quite cool. Dance Central, you can change the songs. I found with Dance Central today, I was playing. um, Obviously, we took a little bit of time from manoeuvres and getting ready to play Dance Central, and uh, the you know how when you're using Connect to move through the menus, yeah, going up and down, and it's quite cumbersome. It's not quite. It's like you're controlling it like with a big bear paw. You're going like rah, (laughs) and it'll move maybe two or three more over what you wanted to. But I found when I was doing it, I was kept going. This is fucked up. I can't quite get onto Poker Face. Move. (laughs) And then I realised I was holding the actual controller in my other hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got the ability it? to perfectly control it with one thing. I don't know if, this, if we're trading up when it comes to connect and controlling things like this. But we'll see. But smart glass seems like a nice step forward. It's an interesting idea, at the very least. The other
1: game is The Room. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not based on the movie. Right. The cult phenomenon. Uh-huh. The Room is a series of puzzles. Okay, Puzzle boxes, in fact, mm-hmm. and you control them with you know gestures and swipes and things on your iPad or iPhone. I believe it's like 149 in the App Store. Uh, so you can spin these boxes around, and each of the boxes has, you know, each of the surfaces will have either slide puzzles or bits you have to find, like little small clues all over the boxes. Okay. And you know, you're spinning things and pulling stuff out and putting... Candles in somewhere and it'll send a beam around oh. the box that will open up a different part of the box. Right, Drawers that you open and close, and dials to spin. And, how and then it? when you oh, finish a box, it
0: just opens up and there's another box inside. Oh, well, it's, we can and, talk about that in a minute. It's, it's episodic some, content as How well. How heavy is it into slide puzzles? Because I hate no, slide puzzles. No, it's not cheap. and it's, like, it's no part of it is cheap. Right, okay. It's okay. all...
1: Really nicely done. Okay, you recommend very it. Well then. It's very steampunk. You well. recommend it? I do. Asshole? I do. Look, what's that? Who's that at the door? What's
0: <laughs> <laughs> that a horse? He's on his steed. See <laughs> Captain Monsad, a sir. Sir. Maggots. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to quickly talk to you 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 looked at it earlier, Captain monster the um curiosity on the iPhone. Yeah. Uh, for the people at home that don't know, Curiosity is the new Peter Molyneux uh, whipping out his creative dick
2: yeah. and showing
0: everyone how cookie he is, uh, in which it is a, a kind of multiplayer game in which you're presented with a massive cube and with, filled with millions and millions of little tiny pixels which you grind away by clicking them to disappear and you break down the layers of the cube. As you go down further and further and further, millions of people are working on the same cube at the same time as you. It's a collective effort. Only one person will see what's inside the cube. You don't know what it is. Peter Molyneux says it will change the world. He's never been known for <laughs> me. Lord, Lord Molyneux. Nah, he's never made big statements like this before. <laughs> House Molyneux. Yeah. <laughs> House Lion's Head. Yeah. <laughs> the Lion Head banner has <laughs> That's good work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you had to play with it for maybe a couple of minutes or yeah. so. What do you think of it? I
2: wouldn't say it was much of a game, but mm. it does have a curious appeal. I, I do really like the idea that there's something mysterious at the centre of this cube. Yeah. And all you do is zoom in and click. Yeah, it's so there's just not that. there's not really a game to it. And I think you commented that it is the kind of work appeal of it. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's the it appeal. Is, it's it is grind and it's work. You get deeper yeah. down. Yeah. And do you think, I mean, I don't think that this
0: is going to be a, Important thing for the world inside this cube, yeah. but the community aspect of it—I mean, people get together online now to discuss where they're going to go, meet on, and, and update yeah. this cube, and grind on it, and it's a collective effort. But only one person can get it. Yeah. So there's something interesting there.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, he says that this is one of many experiments they're going to try. Uh, I imagine that
2: whatever is there, if it's something written or. You know, it'll become knowledge straight away. Yeah. I, can, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be anything financial. I don't know, well, really know the nature of it.
0: They said that the what person has a million space bucks. A million space bucks. Yeah. They <laughs> we'll did get. say whoever gets it, they're going to have complete control over that information. So yeah. if they don't never want to share it, no one will ever. Oh, know. okay. okay. Uh, if they want to put it on YouTube, they want to sell it. I'm sure they can sell that information. Yeah. It's up to them. And I think it's curiosity on his part as well, more than
2: yeah.
0: just what's inside the cube. Yeah. But do, you, do you know what's an interesting other
1: mobile application that we could discuss real quick? What? The Fleshlight iPad cover. Yes. You
0: um, describe what that is. Fleshlight, and I don't have one, but I kind of want uh, one, is a, mas- mas- a masturbatory device. <laughs> <It's> a masturb- <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it without laughing. It's a male stamina trainer. Yeah, it's essentially a, a tube with a fanny at the end, a rubber fanny. that or mouth. That or your mouth, or vampire mouth. That <laughs> or you, aliens. Yeah, or aliens, Gunny hole. Yeah, that you fuck and <laughs> fill with your spunk. Um, now, disgusting as that may be, it's meant to be amazing. We looked on the website earlier. <laughs> They've got ones that look like Avatar people. <laughs> <laughs> They've yeah. got Frankenstein uh, fannies and and Uh huh. Uh huh. This is a attachment that you put on your iPad so you can essentially fuck your iPad. <laughs> it's Either one of the best ideas or one of the worst ideas I've ever seen. Yeah. I can't quite quantify I've tried it. To, I've
1: tried to mimic the motion,
0: uh-huh. and I don't believe
1: that you could keep your eyes on the game while you're. <laughs> the game? <laughs> yeah. Your, your I'm eyes on the picture the, of the rapper the money <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think. On their promotional material, it's like things like a woman's torso, <laughs> <laughs> like a belly button, oh, things like that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so you could kind of pretend you're shagging a
2: headless woman. Are the uh, are the choices that are available something that would appeal to you, or is there something you would like to see a, a fanny variant? <laughs> <laughs> I you don't get know. you would like to transformer? see yeah, Transformer? Yeah, the the
0: cyborg one that exists already. is... <laughs> I imagine it's Socket uh, Breaker from uh, Transformers <laughs> Comics. She's a cyborg lady. Uh, I'd like to see <laughs> a Willy Wonka themed one. <laughs> somehow. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> Shaped like a Gustus Gloop's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you better bet. <of> <laughs> anyway. Anywho.
1: Captain Mondstadt. How can, what is the plan? Well, what word
2: from... We have a we on manoeuvres. Mm-hmm. Maneuvers southward. Against the enemy, mm-hmm. you guys are sure. You guys are on need to know. Fair enough. Aces. That's absolutely not a problem with couple us. Um, it's just going to be a couple of a couple of weeks on the road. Um, when do we head off? Right now. Oh Jesus! Right I this haven't, very
0: instant. I've packed my sausage.
3: Ooh. God, it's fucking Ooh. chilly. Out.
0: I've never been outside the wall. You know, obviously I did before I came to the wall, but since I came to the wall, first time I've been out on a horse at least. How are you doing, Phil? <laughs> I'm enjoying the t- nice change of scenery. Captain Monstad seems like he's got
2: a bit of a bee in his bonnet about something. I don't know what's happening. But are you guys both on watch? Are you just sitting around the fire dicking, dicking about? <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm, I'm on a horse. You're on a horse. By, the, the, a horse. Horse. By the fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, We're just suckling our horses around the fire, Captain <laughs> <No>. then. <Monstad. laughs> Round the fire. Yes. Dicking about. We
1: don't know what to do. We're
2: outside for the
1: first time you in so be, long. Your you should, night should be guarding against...
2: What's that? What's fucking right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for Captain Monster. Those... Those two fuckers sitting playing about with the fire, riding around the fire on their horses. <laughs> I'll I'll check this out. A man to do a man's job. <laughs> It's been a while. I think we should go and check on
1: Captain Monster. A lot of big talk. Let's go and check him.
0: Oh Oh my god! Oh my god! It's it's a body! It's a body! body. It looks like he's been half chewed. What's that rustling in the bushes? Oh my god! Jerry? Jerry (laughs)
3: McGuire. Oh, okay. Uh, I know how this looks, but uh, uh, before we get into that, I want to talk about the pressing issue of Android gaming. Funky Smugglers by 11-Bit Studios sees you take on the role of airport security, eyeballing passengers as they pass through a swanky, full-body X-ray scanner lifted directly from Total Recall. Entering the scanner, the passengers' skeletal figures are revealed, along with various hidden items. This contraband falls into two categories. Green stuff, that can get waved straight through, and red stuff, that is bad news. The aim of the game is to dispose of the red items, including grenades and scissors, while leaving the green ones safely behind. Simple. To really rack up them points, you need to keep your fingers on the screen, stringing together long swipes to build up a pile of items while dodging the green stuff. The bigger the pile, the bigger your points. Be warned, if you're fat of finger or small phone, then threading this needle could be difficult to pull off. Fans of the WarioWare series will feel immediately at home with the Jimmy T style, big afro, funk and white trousers vibe that burns out of the screen like a sequin rainbow. The music selection is limited but fantastic and you'll be singing the main theme tunelessly to yourself for days to come. Further great tracks are unlockable but the initial offering is an absolute belter. Funky Smugglers is a largely single player affair with a global competition bolted on. Just pick a side dear player and each regular local game you play from then on adds points to your side's global struggle. It's a simple addition that has no gameplay implications but can score in-game currency prizes for the winning team. Yep, you heard me right. In-game currency. There is an in-game store that takes a lot from Jetpack Joyride and offers both useful and useless crap for sale. However, Little Lord Fontoroys can F that S and plonk down real-life money to buy game cash if austerity's not their bag. Come the revolution, though, your card will be marked. So just think about that one. Funky Smugglers is a great pick-up-and-play experience that creates a real sense of progress both through the items you can earn and the mad fingertip skills you pick up over time. It's perfect for gaming on the go but if you had the choice, play it on the big screen of a tablet for multi-touch shenanigans. Developed by Polish developers 11-Bit Studios, Funky Smugglers is available on Google Play for 63 pence. Buy it and stop those grenade-wielding grannies. Your country needs you. <gasps> that was a wonderful review. But, Jerry, why did you do this? Why? You want to know why I killed them? <laughs> I can't tell you that. Not yet. Not till next time.
1: How did it feel to hear your uh, Earth 2 counterpart? That was surreal. Slain? That was uh, spooky. It's really it gives you not not sort of, of
0: a know? strange feeling of your own
1: life. You know what you think? Ah, it's a sense of your own mortality that you yeah. get from game of phones it it yeah. And how you plush our lives in this reality are. It really pulls up egos. a mirror game of phones, I think. Yeah, it does. It's an important piece. Uh, well, all that remains to be said then mm-hmm. is thank you very much, Chris, for joining us. Thank it was great. You. It was good to have you back on. Felt it like all times. It's yep. good. Yep. You've had pizza and beer, and beer. Mm-hmm. And you got to give us
0: all your opinions. All of my Every opinions. Every single one of those opinions. Yes. Thank you again. Um, Another thank you. Thank you to our listeners for downloading this podcast. You well can remembered. reach us on Twitter. At Geshcast. And email us. Uh, Geshcast at... No, teamgesh at geshcast.com.
1: Perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the one. Uh, please subscribe and review on iTunes yep you can also find us on the Stitcher app as well as geshcast.com Viva La Raza everyone Viva La Raza never grow old and never die see you for the Christmas episode the geshis next month people <gasps> get your votes in the vote early and often mm-hmm. don't forget always always oh, wear a rubber yep <laughs> I can scarcely believe we almost finished the show without doing our new November tradition. Which is, induct a new
1: person into the GeshCast Hall of Fame. Would Chris step forwards? <laughs> I had
2: no idea. I had no idea at all. This is what you guys had planned. I should have known. How does it feel to stand out on this massive stage? Oh, it's, it's so humbling. I must be
0: humbling. It's so I, humbling. I, I don't know if you watch for that. Just yeah, everyone
2: yeah. just look at the crowd and just wave. Uh, thanks. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> waiting for next to anyway, you when we get to get some work I you don't know who's going to be this I'm going to keep <laughs> waving, sorry waving. So honestly, thank you for being a part of the H-Cast Thank you for being such an important part of the community the H-Cast community And the H-Cast university under Keep you waving, for- guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, this is all getting recalled by Kinect
2: Thanks <laughs> <laughs>